Namaste and welcome to Kidacity, the all-in-one podcast for kids where we learn, share and grow together. I'm your host Samit Chitta and this is episode 73. Last week our spring break officially started. My parents and I went to the northeast of India which consists of eight states. Assam, Meghalaya, Nagaland, Manipur, Mizoram, Arunachal Pradesh, Tripura and Sikkim. It is blessed with natural beauty and each state has a different landscape, language, food and culture. We went to a state called Meghalaya which was full of clouds and we visited one of the rainiest villages in the world called Cherapunji or Sohara and a river called the Omengot River which has crystal clear water. We also went in a safari in Kasiranga National Park in Assam and spotted the Indian one-horned rhino which is almost an extinct animal and visited the capitals of Manipur and Nagaland. It was a hectic but yet adventurous trip and in the tried and tested segment I will share my experience of visiting a remote village in the state of Nagaland. Next in the bookworm segment we are going to be talking about the book Koala Kalamaiti. Finally, in the prepare for the future segment, we will talk about how to be more structured in life. Without further ado, let's jump in. Today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Welcome to Bookworm. The book I'll be talking about today is Koala Kalamaiti, written by Johnny Mears. There are four things that we're going to talk about. Number 1, the genre, language and length of the book. Number 2, a summary of the book and the author. Number 3, my opinion and recommendation. And last but not least, number 4, my rating. The genre of this book is fiction and the language is about for years 7 and above. The length is 173 pages long and can be finished in about a day or two or three in this book there are two koalas called dude and bro and their younger brother they wake up one morning to find out that all the koalas in the small zoo have been transferred to the big zoo except them they have to find a way out of the small zoo to get to the big zoo with some other animals help johnny mears is a british actor and children's author He has written about 35 books and is best known for his World of Norms series. He has been a part of a few movies too. I think that this book is a great read for all ages as it's quite funny and has amazing illustrations. I recommend this book for years 7 and above as some of the words may be a bit complex for younger readers. My rating is a 4.5 out of 5 as I thought the story plot could have been a little more descriptive and also it was quite confusing at certain points of the story. I sure did enjoy this book and I hope you will too. Welcome to Prepare for the Future. We are the next generation, so we should be prepared for the future. Has it happened to you that you plan to do three or four things in a day? but you end up doing none of them well you either forgot about them or spent time doing something else this happens with me a lot of the times and i have started adopting a few tips to keep me more structured 
Firstly, what does it mean to be structured in life? Well, it has many meanings, uh, but these are just a few. It means that we have a goal in mind for a single day, week, month, or maybe even a year. And we have also an action plan to achieve the goal. For example, if my goal next week is to be better at division by practicing 100 problems, I can break it down into daily goals of, let's say, 15 to 20 problems. Next, if I think about what time of the day I will work on these problems and what I will be doing for the rest of the day, I have a structure. So how do we achieve structure in life? Number one, make a schedule. When you make a schedule, you can better organize your day and plan your day into different parts. Let's say get up at uh, six in the morning, then go to school, come back at three o'clock, watch TV till four o'clock, let's say, go to basketball class, come back and freshen up. Then six to seven p.m. do maths. After that, eat dinner, sleep, etc. Number two, have a specific notebook to note down things that you need to do. This really helps you as whenever your teacher or your parent says something like, okay, go clean up the room uh, or you need to do this homework over the weekend. Remember to get this notebook to school tomorrow. Remember to do your math, etc. You can note it down and remember that so you won't forget and it'll be much more easier for you to do. Number three, have focus sessions or a break in between tasks. This helps you relax and keep your mind on tasks as back-to-back tasks are never good. So I recommend having at least a 15 to 20 minute break in between tasks or in between three or four tasks. Number four, plan ahead of you. This is always helpful as it helps you structure smaller things and smaller parts and also makes you have a clear mindset and makes you break the big goal into smaller goals. An example, now as it is my spring break, I plan on my day so I don't waste my time. For instance, I say 9.30 to 10 a.m. max, 10 to 11 a.m. read, etc. And once an activity is done, I put a tick mark across it. Seeing tick marks across all my activities makes me very happy and motivated to do it again tomorrow. I hope you will also apply this in your everyday life and let me know how it works for you. Welcome to Tried and Tested. This week, I'm reviewing the village of Kanoma in Nagaland. Firstly, a bit about the village. This village is India's first green village meaning everything here is recycled and plastic is not allowed. So it was quite a bit of an issue when we were coming here on a road trip and we had to drink water a lot and plastic bottles are the only thing available mostly. So anyways, this was declared by the government of India. It is located about 25 kilometers from the capital city of Kohima and consists of around 3,000 residents who belong to the Angami tribe, which is one of the various tribes in Nagaland, and live in huts made out of wood and bamboo, and now, in modern days, concrete and cement and glass. There are very few buildings made out of cement. The roads are very narrow and steep, and a lot of tribal traditions and structures are used even to this day. As always, I'll talk about four things. Number one, the positives. Number 
two the negatives number three my experience and number four my recommendation let's get started firstly the positives it was very calm and peaceful and it was really relaxing to walk around the village in the morning and seeing people go about doing their daily chores we had a guided tour with the guide who took us around the village and showed us some amazing monuments and structures one of them is considered one of the strongest forts in india and is made out of just stones placed on top of stones and stones and stones without any binding material as it is a green village the streets were spotless and the experience was entirely one of a kind because of course there's a lot of trash in any other village or city it was full of natural beauty and the views from the top were amazing the people were following angami tribe traditions and they were all really really friendly now the negatives because the state of nagaland is completely not yet developed for tourism the roads leading up to the village were really not too great and were in really bad condition and there was mud dust everywhere and it was just like a kacha road like you say in hindi or like a very spoiled road and secondly there were not too many places to stay in but the best and the one that we stayed in apart from the homestays was dovepai inn the whole experience was very different as compared to staying in a hotel as i went on my spring break at the end of april there were actually quite a few tourists there but also monsoon was about to start and it was really windy it was the fifth or sixth day in our 9 day trip and we reached at night we did a village tour in the day and we went to imphal in manipur i almost felt like a local because we were taken inside people's homes and were allowed to touch and use their weapons and armors etc there was a huge spoon used for serving people and also all the floors were made out of mud to keep the houses cool i highly recommend coming to this village as it offers some spectacular views over the valley surrounding it i suggest you reach by day as i mentioned earlier the roads are really bad and at night it can get scary and even worse it feels like somebody can just jump out and land on your car at any time also it has a lot of culture and history and some of the strongest forts in the northeast there is no experience like this and you will surely remember it as it's a very very unique experience i hope you visit konoma too That is all for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider clicking on the subscribe or follow button and don't forget to check out my Instagram at @hellokidasadi for the latest news about my episodes. Until next week, goodbye and Jay Hin from Kinasity.